Hello, Kinksters, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Kinky as Fuck podcast with me, your host, The Reverend. Now, you might notice that my voice is a little off. You'll have to forgive me on that. They tried to warn me here in Utah that uh, allergy season is a thing. I was like, no, 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 no. I never have allergies. No, I have allergies. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to make the intro a little bit shorter and quicker because my voice keeps going in and out. Uh, this week on the podcast, I actually uh, have a very special guest, Aletha Faust, an indie author that wrote an incredible series so far called Sex Wizards. <laughs> now, the name makes a lot of people's eyes roll, like, what? what is this? But no, seriously, this series of books is a fantastic read, and they're on Audible, two of them anyway, and they're a fantastic listen as well. They're sexy, they're funny, and it's actually a really good story as well. So... I'm going to get into that in just a moment, but first, let me say thank you to my amazing sponsor, starting with FetishForLife.com. Show your love for everything kinky and fetish as fuck with t-shirts, play bags, coffee mugs, and so much more. All of that by Fetish Artist, the artist who knows what fetish tastes like. Also, SanctuaryLAX.com. They're back in full swing at their new location. Go to their website to check out their list of socials, classes, after parties, the whole thing. Go to SanctuaryLAX.com to check that out. And of course, I have to say thank you to Spotify. And other than that, Kingsters, let's start the show. And now it's time for the Kinkiest Fuck Podcast with your host, The Reverend. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> this week on the podcast, we have Sex Wizards author Aletha Faust. Oh, 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 my baby's naked. Yay! Are you ready yet? Nope. Are you ready yet? No. Are you ready yet? No. Okay. A big shout out to all of our sponsors that make this podcast possible. The Kinkiest Fuck Podcast. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash kinkyafpodcast. Yay! Now, fuck. All right, Kingsters, joining us in the uh, in the studio today, we have the one and only Althea Faust. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. So, um, I'm not gonna lie. I found you on TikTok um, a while ago. I- I'm just gonna go ahead and be a fan person, real quick, a super fan, since I <laughs> since I dropped my gender. It's now super fan. And uh, you've made a a series of wizard, sexy, kinky, sci-fi, fantasy books. And we are such fans. I had to have you on the podcast. So go ahead and tell us real quick about uh, the books that you have published and tell us about the adventures of Domini. <laughs> so uh, my series is called Sex Wizards, and that kind of started as a joke. Um, originally I was posting them just on like Literatica and AO3 for fun. Uh, Cause I didn't think anybody would want to read about a wizard's tower full of polyamorous kinksters. And I was really proud to be, or really glad to be proven wrong on that front. <laughs> um, 
So I just, I started writing the series as kind of like a COVID catharsis project. I was originally working on a like dark fantasy that set, was set in the wake of a world ending plague. And in 2020, that got to be a little too real. So I was like, what do I enjoy writing? And it was erotica. So I ended up just diving into this like kinky world head first and haven't looked back since. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. And you have one of the books now on Audible, is that correct? I do. And actually, uh, book two mastery is starting production in just about a week or two. So it should be available in May or June. I'm so excited. It's going to be such a fun (laughs) ride. Blake Lockhart is my audiobook narrator and he does such a phenomenal job. (laughs) That's great to hear. Because as I told you in our our back and forth, I am much more of an audio person because of my job. I Mm -hmm. can't ever sit down and read. Right. So the fact that it's coming out on Audible, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to see what Blake does with it. He did, he blew me out of the water with initiation, so I think mastery is going to be even more fun. You know what's really funny is that um, you can really tell a good voice actor by the way that they come up with the different characters, and I I love the fact that he was able to make what six eight. A lot of different characters sound just different enough, but not have it be comical. Right. And that was actually. I I love that. Yeah. And that was something I asked him when he was first, because he actually reached out to me. He's like, hey, I read Initiation and I loved it. And I'd love to do your audiobook. Can I send you a sample? And I was like, yeah, of course. And uh, he sent me the sample and it was so good. But I like warned him ahead of time. I was like, yo, there's going to be like 20 characters at the end of the series that all have like you know, their own individual arcs, because it is epic fantasy, even though it is very kinky and very sexy. But it goes into that epic fantasy realm of having just a bunch of characters. He was like, that's my favorite thing to do. So I was really glad he was game for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Let, let's dive in more of of, of your work, though. Um, this is kind of based in a more D&D type thing, but there are orcs and there are humans and wizards all sorts of different species as well though um what made you go into that realm instead of like maybe the sci-fi realm or even just more of the reality of you know humankind so i've always been a fantasy person um i kind of like joined the genre with lord of the rings way back in the day and harry potter and all of those things were kind of like tamara pierce were all like my book inspirations uh growing up and um so fantasy has always been like pretty close to my heart and the idea for this story actually came from me reading a lynn flewelling book where it's like uh it's, it's a book called luck in the shadows and it was basically like this scenario of like this younger guy being seduced by like this older sexy lady wizard used in like a sex ritual and i was like oh man stupid sexy sex wizards and so like ever since that kind of like planted the seed in my head um a few years later at D because I played D&D too pretty pretty avidly um <laughs> a few years later I was just sitting and thinking what would it take to make like a kink-based magic system using like the D&D schools of magic and so that's kind of how like the initial thoughts for the 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 magic system came to be was just trying to figure out like what would abjuration look like if the somatic components for it happened to be sexy <laughs> so <laughs> It ended up with rope bondage for abjuration and, you know, just kind of went down the line and figured out what each school would entail. Well, that kind of goes right into the next one of um, 
so we we now understand why you picked this fantasy based stuff. But now the question is, um, a lot of your your story is also like DS, like dominant and submissive, uh, BDSM, like more of the kinkier themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you go with that instead of more of just like maybe vanilla sex or anything like that? Honestly, because I find writing vanilla sex really hard and really boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's only so many ways so you can. Fun. Yeah, there's only so many ways you can say, oh, yes, my dick is hard. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, don't get me wrong. People who can write vanilla sex, like, really beautifully and, like, use these, like, amazing, like, really emotive prose, like, I really admire that. That is not what I like to do most of the time. And I get really tired with it really quickly. And also, like, you know, it it dove into my own personal interest with kink because I feel like kink is kind of a... whole other realm and it's kind of its own like special sort of magic and it's in its own like even in our world in its own way (laughs) (laughs) well and you know that's another question that we had um there's a lot of research that has been done into the actual reality of like bdsm and ds and that kind of thing so a lot of people wanted to know did you just have like a best friend who is actually a dominatrix or are you kind of on the kinkier rocky roadside or yeah, you know, if you're comfortable enough saying. Sure. No, I, so I've been kind of on and off with my local kink community for a few years. Um, you know, I, I like kink has always kind of been like this, we like intrinsic part of who I am. I just remember being like a kid and like tying up my Barbies, you know, like that's always been a part of me. <laughs> and like, so it was uh, uh, just I've been on and off with the kink community in my local area. Um, and I just I've been wanting to get more into it. But I also really love like the research and psychology that goes into BDSM. I just find like kink mentality really interesting and just like how people use it for various different things, whether that's like filling a need in their relationship or filling a need in their like you know, own personal lives. I just, I've always found that pretty fascinating. So using kind of kink as therapy as I do in Sex Wizards and like kink as magic just kind of came really, really naturally. (laughs) Well, that is fantastic. And then another question that was asked via Twitter um, is there, there is a, there's a character for everybody. It seems you have straight, you have pansexual, you have bisexual, you have gay, you have um intersex you have a lot of different like inclusion in Mm. your in your stories uh what kind of research went into that (laughs) so i i've actually i go to this um it's a book conference that i go to every year it's kind of taken a hiatus the past couple years due to the pandemic but it's called sirens and it's specifically a conference for women and non-binary people in the fantasy realm Um, or fantasy and speculative fiction. And so like, I've been going to that conference for years and it really kind of gave me this like eye for wanting to have more inclusive stories. And so like with Wizards, I did want to have like a wide range of people represented, um, both like in my own, like representing my own sexuality and other people's sexuality and like gender identities. And um, it does take a lot of research. It's one of those things to, you kind of have to handle it delicately. And I always have a sensitivity reader for those um, like realms of like existence that are outside of my own. 
So like if I'm writing a character of color like Goliba, like I have a sensitivity reader and for Ulbrich, I have a sensitivity reader becomes from he comes from like a kind of like Arabic background, you know, so it's just you it's it's I like inclusion is really important to me, but it's also something to to really like think long and hard about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, one thing I really liked about the way you've included um you know so many different characters and whatnot you you didn't bash the reader over the head with it like the biggest example i have is called um it's a book called ready player two. Oh yeah <laughs> and there's that whole section about the assigned uh male at birth now female character and it it, it goes on for like 10 15 minutes on just how woke the author was trying to be right where you're just like oh yeah this person just happens to be intersex this person you know doesn't really have a gender eh, whatever move on yeah <laughs> no and i try and like that's that's one thing that i i really love writing about is just like queer normative world building is one of my like favorite things to do because like you know living in the world we do with this like rising rhetoric and hate against the lgbtq community like it's so nice to just be able to dive into a book where the world is accepting of who you are, no matter what your orientation, gender, identity, race is. And like, you know, the only bit of discrimination that really happens in Wizards is like there's a growing uh, distrust of magic users in general, which is something that I, you know, I'm seeing in the world around me. I see a lot of that rising like I said, rhetoric and hate against LGBTQ people. And part of what I wanted to, wanted to do with the series was just like show like these characters overcoming that and like finding peace within the community around them um, as well as like within their own community. Cause I just feel like that's really important. And I just need that sort of catharsis in my life right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay. So right now you have three books in the main series Mm -hmm. And it looks like two kind of offshoot novellas. Um, and then you're working on another two novellas. Is that correct? Yeah, I have. So this one is, um, I've got two stories, one that's related to the wizard's world and ones that isn't. Uh, the first one is called Starshine and I don't have a release date quite yet. It will be in the next couple of months, but it's um, going to be detailing how Garrett and Bridget, two of the side characters from the sex wizard series met. And, um, it's going to be a very different series from the regular, like the the main Sex Wizard series, just because it's kind of like a sad romance with a happy ending rather than like kinky erotica. Because <laughs> this is detailing like their time before coming to the crux and existing in the world that's very different than what is in existence in the crux. So, um, and then other than that, I have a, a novella called Midsummer that's coming out. It was originally in the Fuck the Patriarchy anthology, and now it's coming into its own uh, novella. Uh, it is about a woman who is on a hiking trip of the of a lifetime with her boyfriend and runs into a bear shifter in the woods who ends up being her true love. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, with some exhibitionism and some public humiliation thrown in there, because why not? <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, there's quite a bit of people into that, uh, and me included. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but in your main series, we have the first book, Initiation. The second book is Mastery. 
And the mm-hmm. third book, which just came out not too long ago, is called mm-hmm. Championship, correct? Yeah, correct. All right. Without giving too much away, could you be able to talk our listeners through just a general synopsis of of Domini's adventures? Yeah. So Domini is my uh, country boy who came down from the mountains looking for a change of scenery after he broke his arm in a, a hunting accident. And after a chance encounter with a wizard, realized that he had magic in his blood. So the entire Sex Wizard series is focused on him and his adventures learning magic. Um, And then as we get into championship, we get a second point of view with Ulbrich, who is Dom's main love interest. And uh, by the end of the series, there might even be a third point of view coming um, as we finish up like this epic fantasy as it's blooming into. Um, But it starts with Dom's journeys, becoming a wizard, learning the different ropes of magic, literally and figuratively. (laughs) And then it kind of uh, grows into a true epic fantasy series that happens to just have a lot of sex. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of sex, which I am not complaining about. (laughs) You know, that's one thing I, I... When I first sent you a message after listening to Initiation, I I sat there and applauded like, hey, wow, you created a very hot smut novel that actually has a storyline, a very good storyline, where I ended up caring about the characters. <laughs> well, and I, I don't think I've done that with a with a erotic novel before. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of seems like there were a lot of people who were surprised. I always get these reviews that say like, I mean, it's called Sex Wizards. Like, I wasn't expecting <laughs> like a good book, and that's one of my favorite things. I, I love surprising people <laughs> yeah. because I didn't I didn't come into this novel to just or didn't come into writing this just to do like a throwaway story. Like, I also have to care about the characters to want to write them. And uh, now that we're staring at the uh, what will probably be a six book series. Like I have to like them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So is that a little, a little spoiler that you, uh, not spoiler, but a little um, announcement there that there, there's going to be another three sex wizards books. That's what I'm thinking. Unless these, yeah. Unless these kinky nerds take me off the rails. I think it's going to be six books total in this series. (laughs) That's fantastic. And you know, I'm I'm hoping to see a uh, an actual like movie adaptation at some point. That that would be great, but I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I feel like it might be too spicy for HBO, but you know, I would I, like I'm willing to talk if anybody's out there. <laughs> too spicy for HBO. That <laughs> says something. Right. <laughs> uh. Now. For me, it's been really fun watching. Um, I kind of I, I went into the books with no expectation of like, okay, is this going to be like a rope bondage book? Is this going to be a DS book? And what I found was yes, it it's everything. <laughs> like the chapter where he gets locked in chastity, mm-hmm. I did a little fist bump in the air. I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> because you don't read chastity in any like mainstream like erotic novels or anything like that it's all just sex no tease and denial mm-hmm. and and then there's divination which blew my mind because that is the coolest way 
to do immobilization and encasement bondage I have ever read. Thank you. It's uh, I always say that if I was going to be any like master of a school in the wizard's world, it would be divination. Like the idea of sensory deprivation and like encasement. It's just it's a really cool idea. And I just oh, I wish the silver was a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. And for for those of you listening, the silver is this really cool um, plot device where Basically, it's immobilizing, it's mummification, it's like dollification, sensory deprivation. It's sexy. <laughs> it's hot as hell. <laughs> I always think of it as like, uh, this is how I imagine it in my head, is like a vac bed minus yeah. the noise and like far more restricting. <laughs> far more restricting for the person inside. But what I really liked was that the person on the outside was still able to like mold the body in whatever position they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that. what I found cool. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's definitely one of my uh, favorite schools of magic to write. I think it's just, <laughs> it's, it's cause you know, you get into a lot of like the internal processing of like what's happening in scenes like that. And I just find that really fun to write. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for everyone listening, Go check that out. Initiation is on Audible right now. You can find everything else on uh, Kindle, I believe, through Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anywhere else that you're you're currently published? Right now, it's just through Amazon and Kindle Unlimited and um, Audible. Uh, Amazon, unfortunately, uh, holds my soul for the time being. But hopefully in the future, gotcha. I'll be branching out from them. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Now, we have a lot of questions from Twitter about you personally and the first one is uh when you first published initiation did you ever feel like this was going to be just an overnight like success like it no. it kind of just blew up all of a sudden right it did like so it was a wild ride um because originally i think i mentioned this earlier but originally i was posting the story for free on ao3 and literatica because i was like nobody's gonna want to buy this book like it goes against so many of the like tropes that you see in a lot of fantasy and er or romance and erotica it goes against a lot of the like you stick to one kink and that's what you get in the book. It just, it crosses so many kinks and it's so queer and so kinky. And I was like, nobody's going to want to read this. And then <laughs> I, with uh, the help of some of my like smut writer friends, um, they convinced me to put it on Amazon and uh, it was on Amazon for like, I don't know, maybe a couple of months. And then I was at a Christmas party. I was dressed as a wise man and I looked at my Kindle dashboard and realized that it had gone viral somewhere. And then I found the um, video on TikTok that the TikTok podcast made. They're, they're like a romance uh, <laughs> podcast and they're, they're the first ones that made initiation go viral. And so ever since then, it's been this like kind of whirlwind of a ride watching people like connect with the story and connect with the series. It just was never what I expected from this. <laughs> <laughs> this new popularity of, of your books, has mm -hmm. that changed any of the, uh, your story ideas or have you kind of held true to what you wanted to write? Yeah. So I, I have held true to what I've run wanted to write and I'm pretty grateful that at least most people seem to be on board 
book three is when like I, I, I say that like the plot takes off and it's the start of the rest of the series because book one and two is just Dom learning the ropes, learning his confidence as both like a dominant and a submissive. And uh, then book three is when like the greater world starts to like impose on like this comfy little bubble of the crux. And um, that theme is going to continue throughout the rest of the series. And I'm really glad that like, most people by and large seem on board for it. I had one reader who was very like vocally in support of the series who hated book three, which was a bummer. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm hoping that uh, people are going to enjoy the ride because no matter what happens, like these characters are going to be okay. The world around them is going to put them through some stuff. But I, I at this point in time, I care about these characters too much to have anything but a happy ending for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, fantastic. And thank you for uh, rolling with my question. I know I stumbled that one out there. No, you're fine. <laughs> kind of pick it up and go, I think this is a question. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So outside of the sex wizards, uh, is there anything else maybe coming down the pipeline to create a, a different anthology for you? Or yeah. are we just sticking to these six books right now and we'll cross that bridge when we get there you know i always have ideas um i actually wrote a it, it ended up being like a wizard's uh short story for my patreon that dove straight first into monster fucking which has <laughs> awoken something in me so <laughs> potentially see a monster fucking novel sometime in my future um i also have a couple ideas for a new more contemporary story um that is a revolving around a witch and the people she draws her power from mm. and uh so that one is still like kind of in the works i don't have like an official name or date for it yet i'm a pretty slow writer unfortunately um so right now we're kind of working on getting through most of the wizard series while also just like tooling in some new stuff <laughs> gotcha well fantastic so that's all of the questions I had from Twitter. Um, as I told you before I hit record, everyone in in my household absolutely loves the books that you've written so far. We're huge fans. We hope nothing but the best for you. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we head out? I just want to like just a genuine thank you to like everybody who has picked up uh, this book who read uh, that there was a kink based magic system and wanted to read more. Cause like I said, I never in a million years thought people would want to read this. So thank you to like you guys, especially for reading it as well. But like for everybody who has read this story and like left a review or like sent me a message, like you have no idea how much it means to me. This uh, book has kind of become my life in a very weird and unexpected, unexpected twist of fate. <laughs> And I couldn't be happier writing kinky fantasy. <laughs> well, that is fantastic. So again, listeners, you can uh, find Initiation on Audible. And hopefully the second book, by the time you uh, hear this, will also be on Audible. And then the rest of the series, you can find it on Kindle Unlimited and Amazon.com. And Althea, thank you so much for being on the show. And... Again, we wish you nothing but the best, and we will be uh, supporting as long as the books come out. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Kingsters, we're going to go ahead and uh, go back to the studio for our outro. But um, thank you again one more time for Althea Faust being our 
uh, guest today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Kingsters, that was Althea Faust. Such a pleasure to talk to. And uh, man, I cannot stress how fun these books are. Uh, when I first listened to Initiation, which is book one, I I was floored. It was a great story. Very, very sexy. Um, and that's on Audible right now, as well as Kindle. But also, little announcement. Since we went ahead and uh, recorded this, we actually have a date now. The Audible Book of Mastery, which is book two, will be coming out June 23rd on Audible. Uh, really excited about that. I've already pre-ordered. And uh, yeah, hopefully soon, the third book, Championship, will also be coming out. Um, I will be ordering that as soon as I can. Oh, but Kingsters, go check out all of her work on Kindle and on Audible. You will not be disappointed. All right. So a big shout out to all of you. Thank you for listening and thank you for coming back for season five. And thank you to all my sponsors, fetishforlife.com, sanctuarylx.com, and Spotify. Other than that, Kingsters, I'm the Reverend, and I'm out. <laughs>